This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com, like us on Facebook, and download one of our guides today to help you get on track to a new and an improved retirement path joining us this morning our man with the plan on the radio tony shore <laughs> tony what's happening man well it's great to be here with you again travis and i'm doing well i really am and i i'm excited about this show uh we're going to take a, a little bit of a different slant so i like that uh, talking about kind of a different uh, point in uh, the timeline for people uh, as they uh, age so this should be fun, but you know what? I I'm doing great. I can't complain. How about you? What have you been up to? I am I am super pumped. Are you? And I'll tell you why. NFL because draft. NFL yes. draft is coming up, and my goodness, I cannot wait to get a little bit of a semblance of normalcy. Holy cow! Right. So right now on the air, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my spoiler. Okay, Tony. I, I actually shared it with yep. you before, but I'm gonna share it now. You know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, mechanically speaking, one of the best prospects we've seen since probably Peyton Manning. Okay. I mean, he's fundamentally sound. The kid's got a rope for an arm. He can move. Uh, he's uh, He's got a great knack for picking up coverages. I mean, the kid's just a – I mean, he's the all-around package. Yep. But, 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 but. We have Urban Meyer thrown into the mix here in Jacksonville now who has the number one pick. And out of the top five prospects, almost every draft board agrees that Justin Fields is actually one of the top picks. So my question to you is, you're Urban Meyer. You're sitting there knowing that you have a Heisman candidate, maybe not a Heisman winner, but a Heisman candidate that is potentially able to come in, run and run your style of offense. You were probably heavily involved in his recruiting, uh, even though he he left before Fields got really good and started. But you were involved in his recruiting. You know him probably better than anyone else. Do you take Trevor Lawrence or you take Justin Fields? I think there's a possibility he could take Justin Fields. Hmm. Uh, That's going to be an upset for number one. Yeah, because all the all the experts have Trevor Lawrence at number one across, across the, board. the board. Everybody, yeah, yep. Yeah. So there's my spoiler alert, Tony. Justin Fields for the win, number one pick. Clemson, Trevor Lawrence drops to number two, goes to the Jets, or potentially falls to the 49ers because I think the Jets have been courting Zach Wilson pretty heavy yeah. from BYU. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see. But, hey, you know what? I could be wrong. Yeah. But, uh, hey, 
All I got to say is two words. Baylor Bears. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I th- you're not going to say <laughs> hey, Ohio you, State? You got you to ride your winning streak as long as you can. Ohio State. Okay. Ohio, yeah, no. Baylor, Baylor Bears. Baylor Ohio Bears State. upset. Yeah, Baylor Bears for the upset. Minnesota Minnesota so. Gophers. Oh, wait. They're not even. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just, do they still have a team? <laughs> yeah, we got fans and everything, jerseys and everything. <laughs> you're funny, but hey, you know what? Another piece of exciting news, another reason you're in a good mood is because you've got a box of uh, Black Rifle Coffee K-Cups headed your way. Yeah. Mm, all right, then. Well, hey, I actually got through my entire two cups of calf before the show so that's another reason you know hey let's let's ride this train before it derails yes what's what are we talking about today (laughs) uh well first things first we had a number of questions from last week okay and we were not able to actually make it through all of them so one of the things I do want to start with today is um, one of the questions I promised I would get to, but I did not. Uh, it's from the audience, and here it goes. So it says, we are now nearing reti- uh, hearing more about uh, the long-term impact of the stimulus package, meaning, obviously, the, the printing presses that are running 24-7. Yep. Um, and you frequently mention inflation and tax impact, but how will it really impact us? Well, that is a great question. Because, Tony, it's it goes back to let's talk about basic economics, okay? Um, number one, inflation. Well, it, when you when you talk about the price of a good or service, if if you have a finite amount and you add more to that amount, if you had a price set previously before you added it to it, well, now, if all of a sudden you have twice as many, that means your good or service is probably worth what? more or less, 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 right? So it's going to take more of your money in its current form, the U.S. dollar, to buy the same good or service. So case in point, think about gas prices. Gas prices, most people don't, they they really just pay the pay at the pump. They complain, they post on Facebook, but at the end of the day, what are you going to do? You got to drive. Yep. Or you go to a restaurant and all of a sudden, you know, you, you see a, a family of four, a family of five, used to cost them 30, 40 bucks to go out to dinner. Now it's 50, right? Uh, they don't really think about it. They just pay it. Well, that's inflation. Because it's going to cost more to provide that good or service because now you've got the printing presses running 24-7. So if let's say, for instance, you're talking about, you know, inflation going from, say, 2% to 3%, doesn't sound like a lot. But what it will do over time is it will make a big impact when you're talking about a retiree's portfolio because, what is that now doing to the portfolio? We talked about it uh, previous show. So <clears throat> it's about the distribution rate, right, guys? Uh, so for those who ask the question, it's about your distribution rate. Because if let's say, for instance, you you picked a, a rate that was safe for you. So let's say the old Bill Bingham approach, the 4% rule, okay? Well, if 4% is your gross distribution, you're able to pay your taxes and and uh, have enough left over to provide your standard of living, 
then you're fine. But what happens if all of a sudden that four becomes a five because you now have to not only pay taxes, but you have to have more to spend because of inflation. Well, now you've just increased your distribution rate by 25%, Tony. That's a lot wow. of weight on a yeah. portfolio. Yeah, it is. Right? And and I'm not uh, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to make you think. You know, you it can you actually have an from, impact. Yes. Four to five, you think like, hey, that's not a lot. Mm -hmm. it, well, it kind of is. It's 25% more. Yes. So that is something that we definitely think inflation could be attacking going forward is, you know, distribution rates are going to start to get out of kilter. And that's not even to, to, to count the fact that it's going to coincide with potentially a very large tax increase. Because I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you think that only those that make national now, it was 400000 If you make 400000 or less, you're not going to see a dime of tax increases. Um, I would call that horse something, but I'm going to say something else. I'm just going to say bull. Um, <laughs> because if you think that your taxes are not going to go up across the board or it's not going to cost you more in the long run, you really probably have another thing coming. Yeah. Because businesses are going to have profit margin, right? And if it costs them more to perform their good or service, then they're going to have to pass that on to the consumer. So even if you don't get a direct tax increase, you're going to get an increase in inflation. So they're going to work hand in hand because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it is what it is. We are where we are. Uh, we didn't anticipate COVID. Obviously, that is something uh, came out of nowhere, hit us blindside. But. Uh, it is something that's going to impact us. And now, Tony, I don't know if you know this, but uh, babysitting is infrastructure. Um, you know, we, we've got pretty much anything you can think of named infrastructure. So uh, essentially, there's going to be a program out there to pay for it. Well, here's the problem. Where does government get their money? taxes they get it from us yep. they tax they tax us to death right so and i've said it before and i'll say it again i've been telling you guys this for as long as we've been on the air uh you know our show that we used to have uh, back on on one of the other channels won't mention that but you know we had another show for from 2011 to 2013 and i was basically telling screaming from the rafters then Taxes are not going to stay here forever. They cannot. And this was back in 13 when our debt was about half what it is right now. Right. But folks, we no longer, I know some people are out there going, oh, well, the conservatives are going to save us. Really? Because I haven't seen a package where, whether it's conservative or Democrat, I haven't seen one package or one proposal from an elected official that had cuts to spending. They just wanted to spend on what they wanted yep. to spend it on. Yep. So if you really do think the taxes are not going to go up, I really hope and wish you the best. <clears throat> but hope and wishing is not a strategy and you need to be planning for the fact and the reality that this is something that is potentially going to happen. And if it happens and all of a sudden you're paying, let's say, let's say instead of drawing 4%, now with inflation and taxes, you have to draw 6%, which doesn't sound like a lot. That is a 50% increase to your retirement income. And remember the plane, Tony. Remember I talked yeah. about uh, the plane analogy and about putting pressure on the nose of the plane. Yep. 
and we have to make sure that we have enough fuel to get us to where we want to go and that we don't put so much pressure that we can't pull the nose of the stick up yeah. or the stick up so we can pull the nose of the plane up to keep us on path. Yeah, it's so, a decrease um, to your retirement. Income. It is. It is because if you just take 4%, well, you're gonna have you're gonna be able to spend less money, and if you do take the five percent doing go in the middle, well, maybe you still got to cut a little bit, but maybe it's okay. But if you're not if you don't prepare and you see a fifty percent increase to the amount of income you need to draw, that's gonna be very problematic going forward. I, I'm just yeah. afraid that so many people out there are not taking this seriously. They're not they're not putting the proper thought and planning into the process. And folks, I cannot stress this to you enough. An ounce of planning is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. Go ahead. Start thinking about it. Walking through your process. Test your portfolio. Test your retirement plan and see if it can take the weight of that additional distribution. Yeah, because you're going to have to take more out to live on. It's going to take more of your retirement savings to live on each month, therefore depleting your savings sooner. And nobody wants that. And quite a bit at a rate that's uh, like you say, it actually isn't just, oh, what's a few percent, you know, but it's, right, right. It, it adds. You know, you're like, yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, hey, I'll take a little more of this 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 month. But, uh, you know, next year I won't take as much. Well, someday, like uh, the old CCR song, someday never comes. Yeah, that's you right. Know, we 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 open up the gate and seldom do we ever have the fortitude to go back and close it exactly that's a great analogy and let's take a minute here before we move on let's take a quick break to let our listeners know how they can set up that no cost no obligation consultation with you absolutely tony it could not be easier uh 877-269-0839 that's 877-269-0839 give us a call let us find some time that works in your calendar and your schedule so that you and your family can get the reassurance that you are actually going to be able to enjoy the retirement you want and remember it's retirement by design not by default Yeah, there you go. Well, let's keep things rolling here on Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and we're going to keep it going. Now, Travis, uh, I know that uh, you have some more information. You talked to uh, someone else. Uh, a, a prospect. A we had a, we actually had a question from a Tony. It's uh, surprisingly, and you know, obviously, we spend a lot of our time talking about retirement and yep. uh, basically those that are say fifty five and over, sixty and over. But we actually had a question from a couple this week. That's a fifty two and fifty year old. So. Um, you know, very, very typical, uh, you know, parents, they're, they're soon to be empty nesters. Uh, they've, you know, they've got, uh, good jobs. They're wondering, you know, Hey, you know, we have not saved a lot for retirement. We're getting to the point where we're about to have additional discretionary income. Cause we're not going to be paying, you know, school tuition and, you know, extracurricular activities and health insurance and, and all the things that come with being a parent. So what do we do? You know, how, how do we begin the process now and how do we play catch up? And that's a really good question because it, it impact, it impacts and affects so many people out there, Tony, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're parents, uh, we're parents first. Uh, we, you know, I might be a financial planner, but I'm a dad first. And I understand, you know, you, you spend so much time focusing on your children that, uh, you know, a lot of times being a parent means sacrifice. And we 
sacrifice things for ourselves so that we can provide our kids with the things and and the the needs that they have and you know, the first thing I would say is if you're 52 and 50 years old, it's not too late. Don't don't get down on yourself. Don't think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to throw my hands up and just kind of let the chips fall where they may. And, you know, if we get to retire, great. If not, so so be it. You know, yada, yada, yada. Don't beat yourself up. You have time. So this couple, 52 and 50. Uh, the first question I would ask is, when do you think you would like to retire? So, you know, if the husband is and I'm just let's just say the husband's 52 and the wife is 50, if let's say 15 years, that puts the husband at 67, which is currently full retirement age for Social Security. That's going to put the wife at about 65. So then that's that's a that's a target to shoot at, Tony. We we now have a target. We have a destination in mind. All right. So. Now we can start to develop our flight plan. So first things first, you know what date you want to retire. Second, have you done an inventory? Have you completed an inventory of your retirement income sources? So are you going to get a pension? If not, really want to think about maximizing your Social Security uh, because, you know, husband and wife, they both take Social Security. Let's say let's say they're they're moderate to medium household earners. That could be potentially both waiting till 67. That could be, say, 50,000, maybe $40,000 in Social Security income. That's a pretty good chunk. So if you, you know, you say, okay, I'm going to get 40,000 in Social Security. The next question is, well, how much is it going to take for you to live comfortably? You know, Tony, I've talked many times about this. That's probably one of the one of the most difficult questions that I ask for clients to answer. It's because they really don't know. They haven't thought about it. Uh, you know, this this couple probably is, is going to have an issue figuring that out and going to have to give serious thought because remember, you're not going to be you're not going to be purchasing school clothes, you know, in the fall or the spring. You're not going to be probably uh, paying for health insurance for the kids. You're not going to be, uh, you know, giving them extra money for extracurricular activities. If they were in college, maybe, maybe you don't have to help them buy books or tuition. So there's a lot of expenses you're not going to have anymore that you really need to take away and say, okay, if it's, if it's just us, what do we really need to live comfortably? I don't mean I want you to, to figure out what it takes for you to just crawl in a hole and stay there once you're in retirement. <laughs> I'm talking about what I'm talking about. Plan. I want you, I want you to thrive, not just survive. Sure. If, you know, if you, if you want to, you know, maybe travel is your, is your jam, maybe golf, maybe, you know, maybe race car driving. I don't know, but you have to plan for some of these. What, what are you going to devote? What resources are you going to devote to fulfill those needs or fulfill those wants in retirement? So, you know, let's say this couple forty thousand in Social Security. Let's say that they need eighty thousand in net money to be able to live the life they want to live. Not just not just sit in a hole in retirement, but actually get out and about and enjoy themselves. Because hopefully, COVID will be a, a distant memory by this time. So now you know what is our difference. It's forty, say forty thousand net income. So now, Tony, it comes to where should we place our assets? How aggressive should we get? Well, when you figure out how much discretionary income you have and you figure out what your gap is going to be, then you can start to say, okay, 
Should we devote all this to our 401ks? Should we open up a brokerage account where we not only uh, we not only have a little more liquidity, but also in the event we do see taxes go up, we're talking about capital gains and dividend rates. We're not talking about ordinary income, assuming they still stay somewhat separate. Um, should we devote money to Roth? That's where you can really start to fine tune your, at, at, at this, this stage in the game, you really need to make sure you fine tune where your distributions are going, what taxes could be in the future, because you know investment diversification is only part Part of it at 52 and 50 years old, you really need to think about, okay, uh, maybe all pre-tax is not the way to go. Maybe, and you know, we have, you know, $2,000 a month. Maybe we should take say 600 and put it in pre-tax and then 700 each in an after-tax and Roth, right? You, you max, you're maxing out what you can max out that way. When you get to retirement, one way to drop the the previous question, one way to drop the 4% distribution rate from a six back to a five is tax diversification. Because if you can, if you can build your income plan so that you're reducing your ordinary income or your taxable income, that's going to reduce taxes on your social security, Roth incomes, not on your 1040 capital gains and dividend rates are lower when you're in the 12% bracket currently, potentially 15 in the future. So Tony, do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's not just cut and dry. It's not just let's throw as much money or as much many logs on the fire as we can. You have to be selective about where you go from here because you do have a shorter time horizon, say 15 years. So we don't want to do anything that's going to be detrimental to our long-term success. Uh, That's the reason having a plan, set of blueprints, just like building a house, if you have a set of plans, can could you do it with your thumb and you know maybe say, okay, I, I think this is how much it is? Sure, you might could get away with that. But having a plan means you're going to eliminate a lot of the mistakes. It's going to save you a lot of money in the long run because you're not going to be having to go back and do things over. And, you know, you build the house you want, not just build the house you can get into and then try to upgrade later. Yeah, there you go. Wise advice. And I I think the, the idea here is you have to have a plan because you have to. The trick is and the problem is you need to minimize risk uh, when you when you hit your 50s you got to minimize risk but yet you still need growth so yeah. that's the- you got to minimize taxes you got to minimize yeah. risk you got to minimize mistakes remember remember these three letters tony if i don't ever if i don't ever give you anything else as long as we are partners on the radio remember these three letters opm other people's mistakes. Learn from the fact that there are a lot of people out there that have come before you that you can look at some of the things people have done wrong and shorten your learning curve. But that only comes with actually developing a plan around that fact to basically, like I said before, retire by design, not by default. Exactly. And Travis, a great show today, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? 
Absolutely, Tony. I know someone out there right now is sitting there going, holy cow, he just described my situation and I really have no idea what to do. If that's you, if you have questions, the only way to get them answered is to ask the question. The only bad question, or as we used to say in school, the only dumb question is the one you do not ask. Give us a call, 877-269-0839, or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. All right. That sounds great, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.